written in chalk, the echo of Arthur Stace, explores the legend of the man who became Mr Eternity and how that word ended up emblazoned across the Sydney Harbour Bridge at the turn of the millennium. This award-winning documentary is now available to watch in the free Vision app. Just tap the Watch tab and scroll to the Written in Chalk channel. If you don't have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, download it when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store or click the link at vision.org.au slash app. Vision Watch. Another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As the federal election campaign continues to heat up, the issue of how Christian schools are funded is back in the spotlight. In fact, the honesty and integrity of the leaders of major media outlets has come into question. For quite often, cherry-picking facts to create an argument that skews the reality of funding for Christian schools. Now, it appears that rarely is the whole story told. And if both sides, federal and state funding, are not highlighted, you create a misleading picture. Mark Spencer is the Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Mark's joining us to explain the issues. Hey, Mark, welcome back to 2020. Always a pleasure, Neil. Thanks for having me. Mark, education funding becomes an issue really leading up to every federal election, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's often in the media where every federal election, every time the the uh, education, public education unions want uh, more money for their schools, they simply raise it or their advocates raise it. It's a, a, a regular issue in the media. And the need for honesty and integrity around reporting on this Uh, You're pointing a little here to the leaders of major media outlets who clearly have journalists, perhaps, who don't do their homework on the issue. Well, journalists who don't do their homework, or in some cases, as uh, was in a recent article, a journalist who who went to to the source, actually quoted the source in their article, but only gave uh, very clearly half of the picture, only showed the federal government funding, not the state government funding, which is uh, very misleading, unfortunately. Well, let's see if we can paint a picture here and describe how the funding issue works. Uh, You've got a way of describing this because based on a recent newspaper article, how do you describe the way it's manipulated and how you might actually better give a clear presentation about funding for state and Christian schools? You know, the the, uh, the important thing really is to make sure that when, when funding is talked about that both the Commonwealth and the state government funding is 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 included. So there's been a long-term arrangement. Uh, it's a written arrangement, it's a documented arrangement between the Commonwealth government and state and territory governments, where the Commonwealth uh, puts 80% of the funding into non-government schools and 20% of the funding into into government schools, and the state and territories do the reverse. So when you've got that sort of arrangement 80-20, it's very clear that if you only show one side of that picture, either the Commonwealth or the state and territory, you're getting a very skewed, very misleading impression of what the sort of public funding uh, is going to be for a sector. So this particular article, it, it only talked about the federal government funding and it talked about the 
uh, three thousand two hundred eighty-two dollars per government school student, and the the ten thousand seven hundred eighty-eight per Catholic school student, and the nine thousand six hundred ninety-four per independent school student from the federal government, which is absolutely correct. That's you know, that is the average figures. Uh, just pause on just pause on this for a moment, uh, just for listeners to keep up with this, because sometimes uh, when we're dealing with lots of numbers, can get confusing. But uh, the federal government figures uh, show for state school funding. Let's just take the lower figure there: three thousand two hundred and eighty-two dollars, and for an independent school student, ten thousand seven hundred and eighty-eight dollars uh, for a. Sorry, for a Catholic school student. So so you've got a big discrepancy there, but that's what you get if you take just the federal government funding. But you put alongside that the contrast of state government funding because they work hand in hand. Absolutely. And the state government funding, the, the equivalent amounts are... 12238 for a government school student and 2828 for a Catholic school student. So quite a significant flip, basically the inverse of the Commonwealth funding. And that's the way it's meant to work. It's a combined funding arrangement. It's a shared funding arrangement. And is this why this comes up uh, every federal election? Because there are opponents of Christian schools. They just don't like the idea that Christian schools even get any state funding. And so they bring in this imbalance just to make it look bad. Yeah, that's what it seems. Um, I, I can't speak for the particular journalist motivations. I haven't spoken to them about that. I've not responded to, to contact we've tried to make. But, um, you know, it, it certainly is a misleading picture and it does play into the uh, advocates and activists' hands who, who want to you know, argue in a very divisive manner that, that, uh, that there's, there's too much support going to non-government schooling. So um, if you if you want to simplify this and get an accurate figure, uh, you might add the two together. So you add the federal government funding and the state government funding together, and then you've got a more accurate picture. Absolutely. And as those two figures added together show that government schools get, on average, $15,520 per student. Uh, Catholic schools get, on average, 13616 per student. And independent schools get, on average, twelve thousand one hundred ninety-four thousand per student. So, fifteen thousand, thirteen thousand, twelve thousand. Government, Catholic, independent—a very different picture to those skewed either way uh, figures you get if you only look at federal or only look at state funding. Now, if you go along to an independent school, uh, as a parent, you're paying school fees. Uh, Same with the Catholic system, although a lower fee structure often, because that's uh, their intent to try and provide a low fee structure for uh, Christian schooling under the Catholic system. Uh, When you've got those extra fees, uh, you often will get extra amenities, won't you? And uh, extra provision of all sorts of good things that might make your schooling experience better, but it's parents who are paying for those things. You will get some of those extra amenities, and in, in some cases those those fees help to pay for some of the, the school buildings which aren't provided for uh, and are largely paid for by parents in uh, non-government schools. So some of those fees can often go into paying, uh, repaying loans to build school facilities. Um, now, for a government school, that's not part of that, uh, that $15,000 funding figure. That's funded separately by governments. Um, you can also, you'll also find as you go to, for example, independent schools that some charging higher fees 
will generally have lower government funding and, and vice versa. So it, it's a, it, is, it can be a complicated um, uh, total picture about resources, but certainly it's clear when you're looking at the public support for students, for the educational and annual basis of students, that the, the, the total figures need to be combined between Commonwealth and state and look at those and have a realistic discussion and debate about that. And you're not shying away from the fact that there ought to be a legitimate public debate around funding issues. No, not, not at all. And that, that debate, we think, has been had and there's clear bipartisan support for parental choice for funding non-government schools in Australia. It's, it's one of the distinguishing features of our pluralist multicultural society in which we live where we do uh, have a much greater level of choice funded by the government. And we can show, we can point to the evidence that shows we're doing a good job with education. We're doing a good job in making a contribution to the common good of our nation. And the Christian schooling sector is growing dramatically and a lot of people are just so concerned about a state system going woke. Now, that's not got much to do necessarily with the funding, but uh, the thought that there is research that's going on behind the scenes talking about the way Christian schools deliver for families. Uh, How do you reflect on those things, those research uh, issues? Yeah, certainly the, the research that uh, has been done as part of the Cardiff Education Survey back in 2020 looked at the contribution to the, the common good, things like volunteering, civic involvement, uh, the broader aspect of education that uh, non-government schools uh, scored very well on, and, and that's great. Now, you know, we, we, do, we don't want to uh, just leave government schools, public schools behind. We want a, a quality well-funded public education system. We want people to come to our schools uh, as a result of choice, a positive choice for what we want, not because they feel they have they have to to get a, a good education. Um, and you know, that, that certainly is, is shown by the data. Uh, what's your advice to parents, Mark, who are watching election campaigning and when this issue raises its head, uh, issues around funding for uh, government schools and non-government schools. So what are your suggestions for people who might be listening into those debates, how they might work out uh, what is being told that's true in all of this? Well, certainly if they're hearing numbers that, that suggest uh, you know, more funding to non-government schools, those numbers are clearly showing only one side of the picture. They're, they're almost certainly only showing the federal government funding because there is there is no non-government school on a per student, on a per student basis that gets more funding than that, that student would receive in a government school. So let's, let's put that to one side and make sure that, that that claim isn't ever accepted by anyone. But apart from that, the, the funding is, is, you know, is, is reflective of where the need are, where the need is and the students' needs. And Mark, so far as the bipartisan commitments of federal and state governments go, my suspicion is that that's actually a good thing that the federal and state governments are working hand in hand here and and generally doing that fairly well. Is that your impression? Uh, overwhelmingly across the country, yes. Um, the uh, some state governments have uh, taken the opportunity of these, this federal support to. Um, not be as generous for their own government schools as they they might otherwise have been. And that's certainly a a very legitimate issue for government school unions to campaign uh, against state governments about whether they should be supporting government schools more. And we're we're quite sympathetic to to some of those claims. But 
not at the expense of non-government schools, the taxpayers and the parents who, who send their kids to those schools. Well, Mark, let me put you on the spot here. It's usually the left that attacks Christian schooling with a funding argument. Is there one side offering a better deal than the other in the federal election, as you're aware? When it comes to education funding, thankfully, we, we have a, a pretty clear bipartisan support from the major parties uh, for funding of both uh, government and non-government schools. Uh, the Greens are less supportive of funding for non-government schools and would really like that to be taken away and given to, to government schools. And the, the support of some of the, the independents uh, is, is really questionable uh, around some of these issues. It, uh, it, it's something you certainly, if you're thinking of voting for a minor party or an independent, you might want to be asking the particular candidates where they stand on funding for non-government schools. Another question to ask the candidates in your own local electorate. Well, Mark Spencer, just great insight today. Thanks for clarifying this really important issue for us. Mark Spencer is Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. and There's been a wonderful movement toward Christian schooling in Australia. It is one of those great stories that we can tell as Christians that Christian schools are doing tremendously well. Let me point listeners to the website csa.edu.au. That's the website for Christian Schools Australia, csa.edu.au. Mark Spencer, thanks so much for sharing your insights with us today on 2020. Pleasure as always, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.